Welcome to the Lotco Business Podcast, a show all about helping you as a retailer, brand, or creative understand the actual business side of running your business. I offer straightforward, practical advice about the nitty-gritty of making money from your creative passion. We will be covering bite-sized business and marketing lessons, as well as interviews with experts and trailblazers in the fashion, homewares, and design industries. My name is Melissa Robbins. I'm a business coach, colour-loving, non-coffee-drinking Melbourneian. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode. What I'm going to share with you today is something that I get asked about a lot, and it's something that I work on in my um, Transform Your Wholesale group program that I run. And it's talking about wholesale, how to get your brand or your product in front of more retailers, more buyers, and get stocked in the best stores. So I want to share with you five ways to get eyes on your brand, build brand awareness, and that does not include cold calling because I don't know how many how many people love to do that, but it's definitely some of some people's worst nightmare. So let's get into it. Number one is increase your marketing spend. So for your direct-to-consumer retail store, if you increase the um, advertising towards that, if you invest in your imagery, your photo shoots and your branding, then this will help retailers find you. So you'll get sales from your actual retail store by investing in your marketing, but you'll also get noticed by the buyers. What happens is that it removes the barriers if they make the decision themselves. So if they find you because they've seen you everywhere on social or if they've seen other stores share you, then they're going to want to stock you in their store as well because they want to have, you know, that great um, brand that has a good strong presence, um, that has good sell through because they're promoting the other stockists as well. If you've got great packaging, then they know it's going to work well in store or work well in their store with what other mix they've got. So by investing in your marketing for your own retail store, this can lead to um, wholesale buyers coming to you instead of you having to go to them. So it's by really being noticed by others and you're showcasing your product um, so that buyers get FOMO. They think, I need to get this in before anyone else does. I don't want to miss out. I want to have the latest range. I want to have the newest thing. So by investing in your own marketing, it really can help, um, you know, that return on investment comes not just from your own retail sales, but it also adds to wholesale sales as well. Number two, go to a trade show. So be it trade shows, again, they remove barriers for buyers. So you need to invest the money into doing them so that you can get in front of buyers um, so that they're in a place, they're in a place that when they're at a trade show, ready to buy, looking for products, they're actually out there with money to spend. So they should be viewed as an investment as your in your marketing, as you know, brand awareness, as well as investing in your sales um, channels. Sometimes stores need to see you lots of times, so to be able to make the decision to buy you or not. So they might not buy you the first time they see you at a show. It may take two, three times to to do that. When I had my own, we had my own brand, so we had Moppet, a children's wear brand. We showcased in New York a number of times and we would have buyers from Barney's come up to us and say, I like your range, I like your look and style, but we need to see you in a few, you know, a few more times to know that you're, where you're going is where the direction that we want to go as well. And also we want to see how you evolve and if you can stick around. So that is sometimes um, not always said to people, but it's definitely what some people think. So by investing in trade shows, by putting yourself out there to showcase your brand and your range, then you know you have those buyers come to you and they make the decision whether to stop and um, you know look at what you've got or if you attract enough attention that they actually want to come and buy and place orders on the day. Number three, 
send buyers a sample pack or a preview of your product. So maybe um, you're not going to do this for every single store that you want to get into, but to target stores, if that's something that you, um, you know, want to showcase what you've got, then you can send out little packages. So it might be, depends on what your product is. You may send out a sample of your product or you may send out a physical catalogue. It may be a handwritten note or maybe a little gift. Um, What you need to do here is be very selective and be very targeted in who you approach. But if you think about this as an investment um, as well, then it can certainly have great returns. It offers you the chance to stand out as well because not everyone sends something physical. And then you can follow up with email to check that they've received it. Or if you are keen to make a phone call then, um, at least it's sort of a warm call and it's not just, you know, the first time someone's been exposed to your brand. I had a few buyers, sorry, I had a few brands do this when I had my retail store. And it certainly, you know, gave me that opportunity to touch and feel the product, really um, analyze and look at it. And then I could make a better decision when I was going, when I got the email or whether I wanted to get that product or category into store or not, at least I had some idea about what it was. And it definitely influenced me more so than not having that physical product there. One of my clients, um, who's a stationary brand, did this as a little uh, a little send out. I think she sent out maybe 50. I'm not quite sure. I have to find out the numbers of that. But what she did was did a little sample pack up, um, showcase the range, a showcase the catalog, and then sent that out. And they had people call them straight away and say, yes, I didn't really want any more. But now after seeing the product in the flesh, I actually am keen to, to place an order. So it definitely can have a, um, a good conversion rate, but it just depends on what your product is and whether that's appropriate or not to send a sample. One thing not to do, I had a few people do this and it did annoy me, Uh, don't send a sample to someone if it's valuable and then expect them to send it back. So I had a few brands do that to me and I just, I I didn't have the energy or time um, to actually go to the post office and post that back again because they sent it to me without me even asking for it. So just a little note there, don't do that. Number four, Go to markets. So go to markets, um, sell your brand at and product at markets. And I'm not talking just, you know, every market that's possible, like your side school market or anything like that. Go to boutique markets where your target market shops and probably where your buyers shop too, your uh, retail buyers too. When I was a buyer, retail store, I would always go to the markets and I would find, you know, what things that were new, new startups, um, be their first stockist, really have that chance to sort of have things that were different in my store that anyone else had. So there's so many in Australia that are amazing. Um, I'm not sure about other places, but for here, we've got the Finders Keepers markets, which can be, you know, such a huge reach, such a huge audience that you can reach. Big Design Market, Bowerbird. Um, if you do children's products, there's like One Fine Baby. There's so many different ones that really can give you the opportunity to get buyer feedback. You can get retail sales and you can also get in front of retail buyers because they often will go there to find new things and to see what else is going on in the um, in the design world that they're in. Number five is collaborating and networking. Now, these could be two different things, but I've sort of grouped them together as I think it's important to work with other brands, share your product. Um, You might lean on others or offer your product for photo shoots. Therefore, they can, you know, then your product gets seen in their content. It also then gives you images to use for your content. You can run competitions with other brands, working with each other to help build each other's audiences or use each other's audiences to build up your own. It also means more chance of your images being shared by others and then being seen by others. 
I would share all my clients, well, I do share all my clients um, on my own Instagram and that works with, you know, that I've worked with either one-on-one capacity or maybe I've done it also when I have, um, when I do the business couch, which is the free sessions I run with Life in Style. So those people who've come, you know, spent the time to come to those things, networking and meeting other people, then I'm sharing their content and their image and their product out there. And I've had a number of retail buyers comment on those photos and say, love this, um, you know, and then contact them and actually stock that product in their store. So by networking, collaborating, um, getting out there, talking to other people, sharing competitions, giveaways, um, helping with content creation or using other brands' products in your shoots that aren't competing, of course, um, then they'll share those images too. That can really work as a way to get your product and brand in front of more eyes. You never quite know when something may resonate with a buyer. Um, they may see someone else have shared something else. Um, they may have seen, you know, your product featured in another photo shoot. You just don't quite know who's going to share it and who's going to be seeing that as well. So, but you can't have your images shared or your, you know, your brand shared if you haven't invested in number one, which is good imagery and photo shoots and, you know, your branding as well. So that really makes a big difference and it really um, has impact and, and it's a reason for people to share things too because they love the look of it and feel of it and it resonates with them. So let's summarise, you know, the five ways to get in front of buyers and if you're looking to wholesale and get more stockers. They are number one, invest in your imagery and marketing for your own direct-to-consumer website. So this gives you, you know, that obviously sales for your retail store, but also gives you eyes on your brand and gives you the potential to get in front of the retail stores that you want to have your product as well. Number two, invest in trade shows. So buyers are keen and ready to buy and looking to buy when they go to these trade shows. So investing in those trade shows where your potential buyer goes is a really um, can be really great return on investment. Number three, send out highly targeted sample packs. So view it as marketing spend and to generate those sales. So it's a really important aspect of you know getting your brand out there to more people to to have those sort of touch points where people come in contact with your brand. Number four, attend boutique markets and and showcase your brand to get more eyes on you and increase that brand awareness again. Number five is collaborate and network with others in the hope that they share your story and they share your imagery and they share your brand as well. I really hope this has helped and also know that if your product and brand has a unique selling point, you know, and your story is something different and unique, then it really is about making sure that you're, you get more eyes on your product and brand. And by doing this, then you can generate those incoming leads and sales and not have to chase them. So ideally that would be, you know, what you focus on so that the leads come to you and then you have to um, do less of that cold calling that I mentioned at the very start. So if wholesale is something that you want to work on more and you want to build that um, side of your business, what I have available is a group program where we transform your wholesale and that runs over a six-week, four-week session and we have a follow-up after six weeks as well just to really make sure that, you know, everyone is on the right page, everyone's actually implemented all the things that we put into place. You've got that accountability as well. 
That is running again shortly. So it depends on when you listen to this. You can either join the program that's about to launch or you can join the wait list, which is um, because I will run it a number of times a year. And then also I have a free download on my website, which is how to wholesale. So you can sign up to that or find out more on the website as well. So that's thelotco.com.au and you can look on my um, homepage there. It's got all the information you need and I'll also link that in the show notes. So if you want wholesale to be a strong part of your business, that's where you need to go. I hope this has helped and I hope that you um, have enjoyed the show. I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Lotco Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe to receive future episodes as they are released. And I'd be so, so grateful for a review on Apple Podcast. If you would like a copy of the show notes or any of the links mentioned today, please jump onto my website at thelotco.com.au forward slash podcast. Have an amazing week and I look forward to chatting to you again soon.